In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. If these were normal times, some churches would be observing this Sunday as Rose Sunday or Laetara Sunday. The vestments would be a noticeable change from our Lenten purple to a rose or pink. This is supposed to be a day of refreshment. We're halfway through the season of Lent and today is often celebrated by relaxing the fast of Lent. Throughout the world today, we are experiencing anything but refreshment. Anxiety is high. People are isolated. Many are living in fear of the coronavirus and its potentially devastating results for themselves or for their loved ones. How ironic that all four of our readings this morning have a common theme, darkness. They refer to different forms of darkness, but it is darkness all the same. The prophet Samuel was commissioned by God to find the successor of Saul as the king of Israel. King Saul had turned away from God and turned to witchcraft rather than trusting and serving God. God told Samuel to go to Bethlehem and anoint one of Jesse's sons as king, but God did not specify which son of Jesse's to anoint. Samuel was using his own opinion and expectations as he looked on each of Jesse's sons. Isn't that what we do? We size up people based on our own biases. God said to Samuel, the Lord doesn't look on people as mortals do. The Lord doesn't look on the outward appearance, but on the heart. After seven of Jesse's eight sons had passed before Samuel, he asked Samuel if he had any other sons. Jesse summoned his youngest son, David. God said to Samuel, Rise and anoint him, for this is the one. The good part of this event is that Samuel anointed the one whom God had chosen because Samuel did not do anything without being led by God. Our lectionary has Psalm 23 listed for today. However, I think we could, have a, we could not have a better psalm during these odd times. The 23rd Psalm is attributed to King David, telling of the many ways that God is with him and protects him, even in the darkest times. Just as a shepherd protects the sheep from harm and provides for them, God protects and provides for us. The Lord also provides for our spiritual needs. He provides forgiveness and peace as he shows us the way that we should go. Since our ways are not his ways, we must choose to follow him so that he can lead us along his right pathways and revive our souls. The Lord is with, with, the Lord is with us through these dark times of life. And this is certainly a dark and anxious time. There's a lot of anxiety right now about the coronavirus and the illness, death, fear, and disruption that it's causing. Just as a shepherd has a rod and staff always there to protect the sheep, our Lord is always there to protect us. He will never leave us. He is always watching over us. No matter what's going on, God provides a way forward, whether in this life 
or in the life to come. God provides a way even in the midst of a corona pandemic, coronavirus pandemic. God offers us refreshment. He sometimes makes us lie down in green pastures amid the still waters. David realized that God's love was with him, and David took great comfort in the assurance of that fact. God is with us no matter what. The psalmist enjoyed communion with God. We too can enjoy communion with God when we put our trust and faith in his love and care. These are uncertain times, but God knows the way, and he wants to walk with us through this experience. He wants us to be in relationship with him, and he wants to provide for us, even through the valley of the shadow of death. The Apostle Paul addresses the community of Ephesus and talks about how they lived in darkness before they were in relationship with Jesus. Jesus is the light of the world. Paul reminds the Ephesians that they are children of God and should imitate Christ's love in their lives. Children of the light should reflect that light and exude the fruit of goodness, righteousness, and truth. Paul admonishes them to take no part in works of darkness. The Gospel reading just juxtaposes the physical darkness of blindness with the more deadly and destructive darkness of spiritual blindness. The man born blind was living in the physical darkness of blindness. He could not see with his eyes. However, that blindness did not stop him from seeing the healing power of Jesus. The Pharisees and the Jews who dismissed the man born blind were living in spiritual darkness. Jesus, God incarnate, was so close that they could reach out and touch him, and yet they could not see or know him as the Messiah, the only son of the living God. The neighbors had a curious blindness as they did not recognize their neighbor as the man who was born blind. They could at least recognize that he was like the man born blind, even though they too could not see or confirm him as being the man born blind. We are all living through a present darkness, a time no one wants. And yet, for people of faith, people who know Jesus is the Savior of the world, there's a certain hope and peace that go beyond understanding, even during these challenging and fearful times. Faith and trust in Jesus exposes the light of Christ even in the darkness. Life is troublesome because of the coronavirus. We don't know how it's transmitted. We don't have treatment for the virus or a vaccine to prevent it. We don't know if the people in our lives have the virus but have no symptoms. We are in the dark, if you will, about how long the virus lives, on what surfaces it lives, and everything that we can do to protect ourselves. Doctors and scientists are desperately trying to figure it out. In the midst of such uncertainty, we have a sure and certain hope in God. Or as Julian of Norwich famously said, all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of thing shall be well. 
God will make all things well, whether in this life or the life to come. The disciples are a bit like us. They're trying to figure out the cause of the man's blindness. Who sinned? This man or his parents? We're trying to find out where and when this virus started and what did those people do to cause the spread. Unfortunately, we often think that bad things happen to people who deserve it and that blessings come to those who deserve good things. This is not true. Good and bad things happen to all people. It is not about deserving good or bad. The blindness of the man offered an opportunity for God's work to be revealed. It provided an opportunity for people to see that Jesus is the light of the world and have the opportunity to follow him. While the darkness of unknowing, lack of understanding, and physical blindness are problematic, the biggest darkness in our life is sin. Sin is that darkness that separates us from God. Lent has traditionally been a time when we take personal account of what's going on in our lives and make necessary adjustments in order to have a deeper, more fulfilling relationship with God through Jesus Christ, to repent of our sin and return to the Lord. When we repent of our sin and return to the Lord, we allow the light of Christ to shine in and through our lives. There are people in our lives who provide beacons of the light of Christ in how they live their lives, loving others and accepting difficulties that come their way. We have the opportunity to live with that peace when we realize that we are not God and we allow God to be first in our lives. We don't have to be excited or happy about the challenges that we face, but we can experience God's peace that passes all understanding when we put our trust and faith in Him. When we choose to live in the light of Christ rather than wallowing in the darkness of sin and fear. God created us. He loves us. And he desires a close relationship with us. Think about some of the good things that are happening right now. People who would normally be too busy to help a neighbor or sit and argue about the mechanics of traditional math versus common core with their children or learn new board games with their family or have family dinner around a table are doing just that. All four of our readings have a common lesson of how lives steeped in darkness change dramatically when we put our faith and trust in God. God brought the light into the world in the beginning, and when we sinned against Him and brought darkness into our lives, He sent His Son Jesus, the light of the world, that the world through Him might be saved. No doubt we are living in very interesting times. Our lives are quite different than they were even a month ago, and we have no idea what the next month or two will bring. We can use this time of social isolation and restriction, hunkered down in fear and dread, or we can use this time to deepen our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. We can spend time in prayer, 
reading and studying God's holy word and striving to live our lives according to his will. We have the opportunity to make this unusual time some of the most meaningful days of our lives. Our prayer for each of you and your families is that you will be safe and that health and all forms of spiritual blessing will be yours as we also pray that this present darkness will turn to light and life in the days to come. During this time when our grocery shelves are empty, we must remember as our opening collect says, Jesus Christ came down from heaven to be the true bread which gives life to the world. May we all truly feast on that bread that never runs out and brings love, joy, peace, and in God's time, eternal life. Amen. Amen.